Hey, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 45 of The Wait Is Over. And in this episode, I have something very special to you because I'm going to pull back the curtain and let you listen in on a reply that I gave to a private client who was struggling with getting her body to lose weight right from the very first week of the program. I had to clear up some misconceptions and get to the root of the problem. And ultimately, we had to answer the question, is it insulin resistance or is it calorie deficit that's going to cause the best fat loss? Stay tuned. The time is now. The place is here. The wait is over. Ladies and gentlemen, take your hands off that bagel and put them together for Dr. Kathleen Nash. Last question. I've heard over and over again that comparing calories in versus calories out is not really the best approach, but mostly focusing on hormones is better. Would appreciate your input on that. I absolutely agree. That's what we're doing. So there are two strategies or two methodologies when it comes to targeting weight loss. One is the energy balance method. That is the calories in versus calories out. The other one is the carbohydrate insulin model, which is focusing on things like hormones. Okay. I believe in a hybrid method because the law of thermodynamics cannot be ignored. The reason the body is accumulating extra body fat on it is that it is storing extra energy that it is not burning. So I can do all of these great things to correct my hormones, which we are. So there's several ways that you can go after hormones. You can, or, or like dietary hormones, like the ones you're talking about. One thing we can do is we can, we can restrict the time that we're eating, right? Doing it in an eating window. You're doing that right? You're going to do that in weeks two, three, and four. It's already built into your program. If you want to do a more aggressive version, that's great. Another way that we do it is that during the eating window, we eat bigger meals, but less often. We don't eat frequently because again, every time that we eat, we're going to spike insulin to some degree. Insulin has to respond when we eat to do something with that food, to regulate blood sugar. It's got to do something to that food. And during that period of time when insulin's breaking the food down, it will kick us out of fat burning. So to help the body get readjusted to its dietary hormones so that it works optimally, we would eat a bigger meal, but we would eat it less often and preferably with foods that cause a very low or a minimal insulin response. We're already doing that too, okay? But just because we're aggressively focusing on hormones or metabolic issues, what we're really doing there is, yes, we are correcting metabolic damage that makes it difficult for the body to access and burn body fat. But the amount of energy you're burning versus the amount of energy you're eating will trigger the body on how much body fat you're burning. So you could be focusing 100% on hormones, not paying attention at all to your calories, create a calorie deficit that's only 200 calories. The entire 200 calories that you're burning would be coming from body fat. That's great. But it takes 3,500 calories of burning to create one pound of fat loss, which means if you only focus on hormones, but you don't pay any attention to what size deficit, how much body fat you're triggering the body to burn on a daily basis, 
then it could take you two weeks to lose one pound. Does that make sense? So I firmly believe in a hybrid situation. If I just focus on calories in, calories out, it's the only thing I focus on is creating the calorie deficit. I might lose weight, but that weight isn't necessarily body fat, especially if my body has a hard time accessing and burning body fat as yours seems to do, right? So if I create this deficit, but I'm indiscriminate as to what type of fuel is being burned in the deficit, then not only could I burn a little bit of body fat, but I could lose a lot more muscle. And that just makes for a bad situation when I try to go back to eating a normal amount of food. So we're doing both. We're putting the body or trying to put the body in a calorie deficit for a certain amount of calories so that it will burn body fat based on the hormonal strategies and the metabolic strategies. We're triggering the body that body fat is the type of fat I or the type of fuel I want it to burn. And I want it to burn about this much body fat. That's where the calorie deficit comes in. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense. Now, that being said, if you are somebody that has been chronically under eating, especially if you've been chronically under eating in the presence of this metabolic damage. So if you're creating a huge deficit by barely eating anything, one meal a day and one snack, you're barely eating anything, but the body can't get into its body fat properly because it has these metabolic issues, then its response is something called adaptive thermogenesis or metabolic adaptation. It basically means your body will try to slow down how many calories you are burning to match how many calories you are eating. Okay, so now you could be in an extreme calorie deficit, but because your body has adapted to it so much, even if what you're eating is trying to signal metabolic correction, hormonal correction, and fat burning, as the long as the body is still having difficulty accessing and burning that body fat, its metabolic response will always be to try to slow down the rate that it's burning calories because the body can recognize that it is not eating enough to maintain its current size. It does not understand that you want it to be smaller and that that's a good thing for you. It doesn't understand that you're trying to make it in a healthier state. It is a machine. And whenever you give the body less money to spend, it's going to start to economize and try to lower its bills. We do that too. Okay. Now, that's an issue if you've been eating really low levels of food for a long amount of time before we started this, coupled with a really low calorie burn. So this took a little bit of figuring out because I don't know what calorie tracking app or whatever activity tracking app this is or activity tracker you're using, right? But basically, if I'm reading this right, for example, on week one of reduce phase on day one, you burned about 200 calories and you resting consumption during rest, when you weren't exercising, you only burned 742. So that means if this is right for the 24 hour period of day one, you only burned 940 calories. So what most likely is going on here is whatever activity tracker you're using, you're not wearing it the entire day, right? You might be wearing it when you wake up at night or what, sorry, when you wake up in the morning, 
and throughout most of the day. And then I suspect that you take it off. If this is accurate, this is horrible. Okay. A person who weighs 130 some odd pounds, just to maintain 134 pounds of body weight, your body would have to expend about 1,375 calories just to do its normal day-to-day -day basic functions like breathing, blinking your eyes, moving food through your colon, making your heart beat, making your lungs expand, cellular repair, brain function. All of that totals about 1,376. Yet according to your records, on a good day, you're only burning, you're burning less than 1,000 calories a day, even with adding 20 some odd minutes of exercise. So hopefully what this is showing you is that while hormonal correction is important and we are doing hormonal correction, we're doing metabolic strategies, right? We're restricting the amount of times you eat, we're putting you in an eating window and we're having you eat food that doesn't create a huge insulin response. All three of these things specifically designed to help your body correct any hormonal imbalance so that it can easily access and burn body fat between meals. We're doing all of that. But in the presence of that, your body is burning 400 calories less than it needs just to maintain life. That is why your body is being so slow. So while you're saying, I've heard over and over again that comparing calories in versus calories out is not really the best approach, but mostly focusing on hormones is better. I agree. I want in the calorie deficit that I create, I want the type of fuel that I burn to be body fat but you have inadvertently destroyed your body's ability to burn calories properly because you've been chronically under eating by only eating one meal a day and one snack. So with maybe you knew this or maybe you didn't, but you've been aggressively focusing on calories in, calories out, and maybe focusing on hormones as well, depending upon what you're doing. Because I know you listen to Dr. Berg and things like that. So you're aware of the metabolic consequences of not focusing on hormones or diet or insulin resistance or things like that. You're, you're aware of it, but you're also beating the body to death by forcing it to only burn the tiniest minutia of calories. This is not good. And this, is a big reason why you're not seeing the weight on the scale like you're wanting to see. So hopefully everything that I just said there makes a lot of sense, answers those questions. What I would highly recommend that we would do is we now have to focus on increasing your calorie output because it's just so dismal. And that's why your body's just not doing what you want. When I look at your uh, step count, for example, right? So 5,600 is low. This is good. The 10,6. So we know you're capable of it. Body can do it, right? 79,16, This, look at that. That's horrible. 38,69, 43,96. That means on those days, day seven and day eight, you're only burning 800 calories or so. I, I don't, I mean, you did the high intensity interval training, but it doesn't appear that it tracked it as far as your steps. So maybe you did the bike or something like that, where the activity tracker, oh, you did elliptical. Normally it would track it with elliptical, but that's the problem, my love.
is that your body has been in such a calorie deprived state for so long that it has adapted. And it just means we're going to need to be a little bit more patient with your body while we try to rebuild a calorie deficit. So when you say, it seems to me that I'm eating at least three times the amount of food that I usually eat, I bet you are. That you have been long-term starving this body for God knows how long. And it's showing you with your own numbers that it has adapted to it. And therefore proving that yes, while the correcting the metabolism is important and focusing on what type of fuel am I going to burn during my weight loss journey is important. The calorie deficit is also important. Both of them are necessary if you want to get an optimal result. If you don't mind it moving incredibly slow, losing maybe one pound or two pounds in the entire month, then you can focus solely on hormones. But I would highly recommend you'd still track those calories because 5,000 calories of pretty much anything, even if it's just steak and eggs, could still signal to the body not to lose weight because you're giving it an ample amount of food to sustain its current weight with the food you're eating. So they're both important. So hopefully that makes a whole lot of sense. I know this was particularly long, but I really want you to understand this concept so that we can focus on the strategies necessary, one, to get you well, two, to get your calorie rate that you're burning every day back to normal, and three, to get your hormones and your other metabolic issues corrected. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Deep, deep down in my soul.